Hi, and welcome to the Kaya Wellness Mind Body Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Ayala, mental health professional and wellness connoisseur, sharing with you the latest information, talks, and tips to support you on your wellness journey. Hey, friends, welcome back to another Kaya Wellness Mind Body Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Ayala, and today we have our fearless co leader, Stephanie Fowler. Hey, Kelly. I am excited to be here, and I'm excited to uh, talk a little bit about this retreat. Yeah. So Stephanie and I decided that we're going to share with you all in this podcast a little bit about what Kaya Wellness Retreats are, um, who they're for, what you can expect to get out of it, our experiences with retreats, and share some of our favorite memories from our past retreat with you all. So I want to start off by just sharing with you as a mental health professional, I found that there was a big gap between what we learn in our professional healing spaces and how we can translate that into our everyday lives. Travel has been one of the most impactful healing experiences. And the reason that I attribute so much energetic experience to healing through travel is because it takes us out of our everyday condition settings. And it really enables and fosters us to start making decisions for ourselves, which are healthy risks. And in these healthy risks, we then begin to decide if we like that or if we don't like that. So we're building and reconnecting to our sense of self. And so this is kind of the birth of Kaya Wellness Retreats. Stephanie, what are your thoughts about retreats? Oh, it, retreats have undoubtedly changed my trajectory uh, of life. I've gone to retreats and come back more confident. And retreats have always given me permission to do the next thing. Like we are all capable. Um, there are really no barriers. The only barriers are the ones that we set for ourselves, um, our limiting beliefs. So for me, um, when we take a retreat and that environment and then put travel with it, it is undoubtedly an experience that people walk away um, from that truly changes everything for them. I remember attending my first retreat. I attended um, the Yoga Psyche Soul um, Level 1 300-hour training in Santa Monica, California with Ashley Turner. And I walked away from that experience with a better foundation of understanding my capacity for vulnerability and being able to create connections with other people who were going through similar journeys. And I, I mean, that was probably seven, maybe seven years ago. And I still have relationships with those women that helped support me through my journey. So ironically, or, or not, uh, seven years ago, I was just down the street in Venice, so not far from Santa Monica, and I had attended uh, a Radiance retreat. And so this retreat was um, just a lot of fitness professionals, and we were all looking for the next thing. And, and when I say I walked away from you know, different retreats with permission, that, that gave me permission to start the next thing. And inevitably I would end up opening up a brick and mortar gym. Um, but if it hadn't been for going to that retreat and getting uncomfortable and getting vulnerable and putting myself in a situation where, you know, it was a little bit scary. Um, I definitely wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. And one of the things that I took away as an observation about what I felt that the retreat leaders and in all the retreats that I have gone to that they did really well was that they were really clear about the container. And when I describe container, it's kind of the purpose of the retreat, the environment of the retreat. So 
whoever is coming into this retreat is really clear on the intention about what the retreat is designed to do to support you on your healing journey. And one of my favorite things, one of my favorite things about attending um, a retreat is the arrival practice. So I call myself a modern mystic, which I absolutely love the magic of the world, but I'm also rooted deeply in science. And in our opening ceremony is an opportunity to have ritual and share into the mysticism of oracle cards and coming together as a community and calling in the four directions and and really creating a ceremonial experience that helps foster the lay of the land and promotes safer environments. To be really honest and really truthful, I'm not one that believes in 100% safe spaces because life is just not designed that way. So we're kind of lying to ourselves if we if we believe in, in solely safe spaces. But this arrival practice and creating the container and sealing the container is an agreement that all the participants make to support one another along this journey and to really commit to the intention of a Kaya Wellness Retreat. Yeah, Kelly, I love that you you offer this and that you do this practice at the start of every retreat. And it is different for me. I am not a modern mystic. Uh, I am rooted in science, but I'm also very in tune with body and nature. And so um, that calling in the beginning really bodes well with my thinking and all of that, but it's very different for me. But I enjoy it every time that we we do it. It does create that... um, that space for everybody. And it just kind of opens everything up and sets kind of the the boundary for everybody. Yeah. And if you are someone that has missed playfulness in your life, this is the beauty of ritual and ceremony is that it begins to kind of unlock playful patterns that maybe we, our rigid lives, the the conditioning of our everyday experiences have, have kept us held hostage to. So ritual is this beautiful opportunity to really engage ourselves in in something that's different in a playful way and really connect to not just the mind and the body, but also to our soulful, spirited, intuitive self, which is, you know, a magical piece of this puzzle. Yeah. And I operate well under rigid, rigid environments. <laughs> and so um, the playful is really challenging for me. And so it gets me into a place of um, discomfort a little bit, but I think that's what retreats are. I, I often yeah. see people like, oh, have fun on your vacation. Um, you know, retreats aren't that. And yeah. I think that we have to understand that it's a place where we go to work towards healing and we get vulnerable and there is discomfort involved there. And we have to remember that it's not a vacation. Yeah. And so just kind of like deciphering and differentiating between those two. Yeah. I like to think of it as a playful experience of self-exploration. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Kaya Wellness is designed and created for those that have taken steps on a self-healing journey. So you might have experienced yourself maybe talking to a mental health professional, signing up for some wellness coaching, um, found yourself, you know, emerging yourself in in a in a gym community or a wellness community, starting a meditation practice. What are some other components that you might? What do you think, Stephanie, about people who are? How would you know if you're on a healing journey or taking steps? I think sometimes when we begin to question, like, what's next? Like, what is it? Like, and maybe mm-hmm. we don't even know what our healing practice is. But when you have that that inside 
your chest feeling of like, there's something out there. What's next? What does this mean for me? Or you're questioning maybe what it, um, a new job or a new journey. And you just, I think the retreats, like I said, offer you permission. And when you get into an environment with others that are on that same walk and you're given, um, opportunities and tools and, um, knowledge at these retreats, it, it gives you what you need and what, and what you're seeking. And so I just, when you're asking yourself questions and you don't quite know the answers, those are the people that I say, go, go to a retreat, put yourself in that environment and you'll get your questions answered. So the best fit for someone who's, um, wanting to come on a Kaya wellness retreat is someone who's taking intentional steps, someone who is already kind of dabbling in these areas of, of wellness and taking self-healing action. That is going to be someone who I feel like would be a really good, um, fit for a Kaya wellness retreat. So if you have been finding yourself in this questioning state and ready to take intentional action and make shifts, and most importantly, you're ready to remain open, right? As, as a mental health professional, I am not one to measure success through achievement. You know, the way that we measure success is how we have relationship with our problems and have relationship with the pain in our life. So this is the process of remaining open. If you are someone who's ready to take those steps to start exploring and redefining your relationship, then Kaya Wellness and Kaya Wellness Retreats just might be the right next step for you. Yeah, Kelly, I've been to many retreats as an attendee, and then I've had the opportunity to co-host. And you you offer something different and unique, and I am in awe of you and the way that you uh, run these retreats and you put everything into them. And so, you know, it's great to work alongside you, um, but even working alongside you, I learned so much from you and the opportunities that you give at your retreats. And so uh, for anyone that's you know, questioning or wondering, uh, this this is the this is the time to go. She's she's amazing. Yeah, and Steph, let's let's not like discount all of your offerings. Stephanie is trained in movement modalities that are designed for sustained living, and this is called functional me- uh, functional, functional training. strength training. <laughs> I got my medicine mind on right now. <laughs> functional strength training. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about functional strength training? Yeah. You know, I, I've gone through a, a variety of um, different wavelengths when it comes to my fitness journey, uh, but the one that's really served me best and that has helped me um, towards my own healing paths is the functional the functional strength training path. And basically that's, we train for life. You know, um, I want to get stronger so that I can hike, um, with friends and I, I want to be able to get up and down pain free. And I want to be more body aware and know more about my body and how it serves me, um, versus just thinking of moving to get skinnier. Um, I really want to take up space and I want to be more confident in that space. And so that's a lot of what I do and what I teach and how I teach people to move. But, um, it's, I've learned that when people get strong and they learn what their body can do for them, um, they look at fitness in a completely, uh, different, different way. And so that's always exciting for me to see that light bulb come on for everybody. Yeah. And so what you can expect to get out of a Kaya wellness retreat is a respite 
an opportunity to leave your condition patterning and experience yourself in a new realm and have the freedom, the autonomy, and most importantly, the support of a community to start making decisions for yourself that support your sense of self and remembering who you are in your fullest authenticity. This is something that you can expect from a Kaya wellness retreat. You can also expect to immerse yourself if you wish in cultural experiences. We make a point to make sure that we are immersing ourselves in the culture of wherever we're at so we can begin to explore ourselves through experiences that we might not otherwise have had access to. And most importantly, what you can expect to get out of Kaya Wellness is a community built with safety in mind, emotional safety, physical safety in mind, so that you can begin to build your own connections with other people and create a sustainable resource for yourself to continue your healing journey. Because healing journey takes healing actions. I want to be really clear about Kaya Wellness, even though Stephanie and I are professionals in our field. Um, Kaya Wellness is not a mental health retreat. So this is not considered therapy, but what it is, is it's an opportunity to work with professionals within your field, within our field. So you can make sure that you're getting the most accurate information from the most experienced uh, professionals and led with confidence. Absolutely. And, you know, Kelly touched on this, uh, traveling is, has always been one of my biggest teachers. I learned so much about myself, um, when I experienced the world around me outside of my bubble. And I think that's what retreats are set up to do. We typically don't want to retreat in the same town that we live in because it doesn't get us outside of our bubble. And when you're able to kind of walk away from your everyday stress or the, you know, whatever is happening in your life at the time, and you can get out of that bubble for just a short amount of time, you begin to think differently mm-hmm. and you are just open and willing and brave. And, and I'm not saying you aren't when you are back at home, but it's just a different kind of experience when you get away from the everyday life stressors and traveling will impact you in so many ways. And that's why we put these retreats far away from home. Yes. I want to just touch real quick here, um, on some of our favorite memories of our past retreats that we've done. Um, there's just so many notable moments for, for me to digest. But I think for me, some of the most, um, impactful memories are mealtimes. I Mm -hmm. really enjoy our mealtimes. You know, food is nourishment. It's, it's nourishment for our soul and our mind and our body. And to sit and commune with each other during our mealtimes was just a really special time. Um, food is, is important to me. So, um, Usually when we can, we bring in um, chef prepared meals, especially in the evening times for our dinner experiences. And then we also try to get out on the town a little bit and experience the culture and the community. And it's in those meal times that we get to really kind of shed our skin, to shed our masks. We sit around with each other and share who we are and connect. You know, that kind of intimacy opportunity becomes more um, reachable and obtainable. And I just really love our meal times. Yeah, I love that. I have a couple, and um, this one might sound a little funny. The first one is, I love when I'm at a retreat 
and I get some alone time to self-reflect, yes. one of my favorite things is to go to maybe a local restaurant and I'm away from everybody and I'm away from the group and we've just had all of this community and all of this, this time and this vulnerability. And the reflection that I have during that alone time is so different. And so a couple of those alone time moments um, kind of speak to me. But one other special memory that I really think about is Kelly and I on on the beach and um, we were actually co-hosts at this time, but this is just another retreat experience. And we were talking with other people at the table and we all had a shared interest of the Indigo Girls. And we just started singing and song beachside. Um, And that's just a memory that was just really special and unique. And and that shit happens at retreats. And so uh, just to kind of build and, you know, whether you're co-hosting, hosting, hosting, attendee, Mm -hmm. like it's special for everybody. Yeah. And it brings me back to um, the last retreat that we um, co-hosted um, in Akumal, um, 2021, the Cenote experience. Yeah. Moving through our themes of feeling, of empowering, of manifesting our, our ideas and what we want in life and how each Cenote had this beautiful correlation to our theme. And then just to watch everyone's magical experience, taking risks, jumping off the platform, doing the zip line, trying things out that they would not have otherwise maybe done without the support of community and knowing themselves, right? Like having this really cool space to be able to know themselves in a new way. It was just magical to be able to bear witness to that and hold that space. And let me piggyback at that same, that same time, you know, Kelly and I were going to jump off of a really tall cliff and (laughs) someone yelled like, Oh, you're not scared. And right before we went, Kelly was like, no, we're fucking scared, but we're doing it anyway. And that stuck with me. And that is the embodiment of a retreat is we're scared. We're all scared. Right. But we're doing it anyway. We're doing it in spite of we're facing it head on. And, and that's, that's what you get better at with these retreats. That's right. That's right. You know, learning to come face to face with our sources of pain. As I was saying earlier, there is no such thing as a hundred percent safe space, but in the, at a Kaya wellness retreat, we learn the tools through experience, through wellness talks, through yoga, through strength training, by learning our body's intelligence, that we are capable of coming face to face with the pains of life and surviving and not just surviving, but thriving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. So if you are interested in joining Stephanie and I on one of the Kaya Wellness Retreats, I want to encourage you to go to the webpage, kayawellness.life. Take a look at what we have to offer. Take a look at other coaching experiences and other wellness workshops, maybe to begin to build your foundation. And we would love to have you on one of our events. You can also follow me at Kaya Wellness by Kelly on YouTube. Get a little bit of um, immersing, yeah, like immersing yourself into some yoga and somatic wellness experiences so you can begin to build your wellness resource library. So everyone, be well, be moving, and of course, as always, be you. You have been listening to the Kaya Wellness Mind Body Podcast. To learn more about Kaya Wellness, visit kayawellness.life. You can also follow me on Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Kaya Wellness by Kelly.